There have been so many positive signs throughout the day today putting the people out of their seats right now. 14 pitches in the game for Giles so far. Number 15 might end it. Four to one Houston the pitch from Giles swinging a fly ball left field. Cameron Maben moving over making the catch and the Astros sweep a doubleheader from the New York Mets. Giles gets the save. Musgrove the winner and relief pitching really was solid in this one for the Astros. Then the four run sixth inning so scoring all four of their runs in that one inning including a great offensive approach and tremendous situation. Yeah, it inning. was the approach that did it Browning and we've seen that all year long and it's starting to come back. We've seen it plenty in this afternoon and this evening Astros playing very good baseball getting back to their roots. And to think Carlos Correa comes back tomorrow. Now, another Astros podcast. And welcome back to Astro Launch. This is Steve Sparks along with Bill Brown. And as we are every week, it's general manager Jeff Luno to talk about a few things. A few things happened this week, Jeff Luno. And uh, we just got out of the press conference. Uh, Justin Verlander was introduced to the press and the media with the Houston Astros contingent. And uh, tell us, uh, let's, let's peel back some layers with this trade and the way it went down. How excited were you when it finally uh, came to fruition. It was a huge relief. I mean, hundreds of hours, it felt like, were put into various permutations of various deals. But this was always, in the back of our mind, the deal that we wanted the most, to be able to acquire a pitcher who's been an MVP, been a Cy Young, pitched no hitters, been in the World Series, and is still pitching at the top of his game. Uh, th that's an, a difficult thing to do in the midst of a season when you have an opportunity to win a championship. For it to all come together, there was some dicey moments there. There were moments even in the last 30 minutes that I thought the deal was going to fall apart. But it all came together with literally seconds to spare. I think MLB said they approved it at 11.59.58. So, what? Uh, and, and trust me, they don't let you go one second over. So it was uh, as close as it gets. Did you know that same scenario unfolded with Randy Johnson? It went down to the final few seconds. And this is in that same mold, this kind of a deal. But you said in the press conference that it took you back months to the origins of this uh, trade talk deal. And, and how different was it when the deal was made from the beginning of the discussions? Well, the, the Tigers, uh, as they should, they shot really high. And we've got some great prospects. So they asked, obviously, for our top guys. And so it was, it was back and forth negotiation. We managed to tell them, you know, we, we have such a fortunate situation that we have depth in our prospects. We have a lot of really good prospects and some excellent ones. So we were able to put together a deal with some really good prospects that they liked a lot and avoid having to, to take our top guys out of the system. Although Franklin Perez arguably is one of our top guys. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of back and forth. We ended up getting well past our comfort zone. They probably will well past their comfort zone. But, you know, that's typically when the best deals are done. And as far as Randy Johnson, I remember as an outsider those days how electric this place was. Uh, the energy in, in the Astrodome, the energy going into the playoffs, what he was able to do in the second half. And then, you know, we're hoping for some of that energy. I don't know how many starts Justin's going to get at home, but he's going to be with us for two years. This is not a rental. This is uh, not only this year, but two years after this. And so hopefully for three years straight, we're going to have him nearer at the top of our rotation in a, in a postseason experience. Jeff, it's, sometimes it's hard to describe, but we saw energy on the field yesterday that we hadn't seen in a month. Can you even quantify what Justin's going to be able to bring to this clubhouse? It, it really, when he walked in the clubhouse yesterday and when the players won the game and came off the field and they were high-fiving everybody and they saw Justin in the high-five line, mm. just the look on their faces, that just this uh, excitement, uh, relief just knowing that we just significantly improved our chances of bringing a championship to Houston. How important was it for you to be able to maintain and keep 
Forrest Whitley, and Kyle Tucker. Well, those two guys, we, are, we believe, are a huge part of our future. And you have to make tough decisions. You have to decide which guys you're going to put, potentially put in a trade. And, you know, these deals could have been done a long time ago had I included one of those two players. But we decided that, you know, Forrest Whitley has a chance to be a Justin Verlander down the road. And Kyle Tucker has a chance to be an elite outfielder with power and speed and defense. And uh, those guys, you know, don't come around that often. And, and we wanted to make sure to maintain those. Was there any consideration with the weather hurricane problems around here and the fate of the entire city? Did that weigh on you at all in making this deal? It's hard for it not, not you not to think about it. Uh, you know, the process that we went through, we're very disciplined, which sometimes is frustrating for the media and our fans and how we go through these things. We want to make sure that there's, there's value both ways and that these are fair deals and that we don't give up too much. But I will say, you know, in a tiebreaker scenario, knowing what this would mean to the city of Houston uh, absolutely makes a difference for both Jim and for myself. And so we probably conceded a little bit at the end that we might not have otherwise. Uh, but that's probably what got the deal done. Another acquisition that you guys were able to uh, acquire Cameron Mabin off of waivers from the Angels. And looks to be a, a piece that you can add depth, but also maybe the stolen base uh, c component for the Astros in the playoffs. No question. I mean, we all remember the Dave Roberts stolen base uh, against the Yankees. And, you know, but he's so much more than just a speed guy. This guy's uh, been a good player in the league for a long time. He's still in his prime. He plays good defense. Gosh, he made three amazing catches against us last weekend. And right. I, when, I, when I called him up to uh, congratulate and welcome the organization, I said, yeah, I wish I'd gotten you a few days earlier. It <laughs> prevented you from uh, saving a couple of triples there. Uh, but he's a good defender. He, he knows how to handle himself at the plate, and boy, can he run. So we now have, going hopefully into the postseason, number one and number two base-stealing threats in, in the American League, which is a good spot to be in. There's another sort of an acquisition in the lineup today, a guy named Correa. <laughs> well, you know what? I know we had a tough August, and there was a lot of reasons for it, but not having Carlos Correa in that lineup every day is, is for me, the primary reason why we weren't as successful in August as we were the rest of the year. Mm. Having him back today is going to be a, a huge shot in the arm for us. We were expecting him back the second half of September. To have him back the first week of September means that he's going to have plenty of time to get ready and to get his timing back. And, you know, having Carlos Correa in the middle of our lineup playing shortstop in a playoffs is going to be huge for our team. Well, that's an unbelievable core right now. And the way you set things up is you're going to be able to have waves of great prospects coming to this team to fortify. When you look at the, the window for this team, is it infinite? Or do you feel like uh, there's a measure that you can go out there and really want to go for it in the next three or four years? Well, we, we for sure have a window for the next three to four years. We know that. We've got Springer here, Correa here, Keiko's here next year, Verlander's here two years, Altuve's. So we got all these guys here. We've got guys coming. But my job starting today is to start extending that window. And I'll be working really hard into the offseason with our baseball operations folks throughout next season to make sure that, you know, 2023, 2024, we've got, you know, players here that are able to, to continue to help us be competitive. So it never ends, but we want as long a window as possible. That was always our strategy. And I hope the, the day that we have to start selling off our pieces to rebuild yeah. is not any time in the next 10 years. <laughs> As far as expanding the international signing budget, that's been a major expansion, and that seems to have bolstered the farm system. It has, and if you think about the Brian McCann trade, that was international players. If you think about the Justin Verlander trade, international players. We're not in this position. We don't have the third-best farm system in baseball, according to Baseball America, without 
the work that our international scouts and quite frankly, our player development people, because a lot of times you're signing these guys at 16 and they're not ready. You know, Franklin Perez is 19 now, but he's already in double A. Um, these, you know, the development has a lot to do with it. So tremendous effort by Ozzo Campo and everybody involved in our international efforts. Jeff, last question. What did you do the immediate 15, 20 minutes after you got the deal done with Verlander? <laughs> well, you know, my, I was on the West Coast because I couldn't get back, and uh -huh. I had dinner reservation for 8.15. The deadline was 9, and I, I called my wife and said, why don't you push it back to 9? And then I called her again. I said, why don't you push it back to 9.15? Uh, we were driving on our way to dinner when MLB called me and said, okay, everything's official. The deal's done. You got him. And um, I got to dinner. You're in the I, car. I, I, I just breathed a huge sigh of relief. I, my wife shrieked. <laughs> we, we got to the restaurant, and uh, I immediately ordered a cocktail. There you go. All right, Jeff Luna, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us, and uh, great job. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you all for joining us this morning. Wanted to officially announce the acquisition of Justin Verlander to the Houston Astros. This is a major transaction, one of the largest transactions in our club history. We're very excited about it. We've done a lot of work since Jim Crane bought the team in 2011 to put this organization in position to potentially bring the first championship to the city of Houston and uh, adding a top of the rotation uh, caliber pitcher, uh, all-star, um, Cy Young, MVP to, to our, our club is exactly what we need to maximize our chances of not only winning this year, but potentially in the, in the years to come. So we're thrilled to have him here. I don't have a jersey because uh, all the shenanigans of the road trip and the white jerseys and the special jerseys, but I do have a hat. You'll, you'll be able to see him in his jersey on Tuesday as he makes his, mm -hmm. uh, his uh, first start for us. But Justin, welcome aboard. All right. Leave the hat on? Yeah. Um, uh, first of all, I just wanted to say uh, how excited I am um, to be here and be an Astro. Um, Obviously, this was a, uh, a pretty uh, emotional decision for me, um, being in one place for so long. And, um, you know, it, it really felt like family there. And uh, I'm excited uh, for my new family. Um, you know, I think uh, I, I see this team. I have to pitch against this team. So I know how good these guys are. Uh, and, and the opportunity to come play for a championship-caliber team for not only this year, but for the remainder of my contract uh, is 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 ultimately um, what it really came down to, and um, the guys here. I, I was able to uh, to talk to a couple guys after everything, and um, it, everybody was amazing on the phone and, and so helpful. And I, I can't thank everybody enough. And hopefully, we can bring a championship to a city that uh, really could could use something like that right now. And, and hopefully, I can be a part of that, um, and uh, you know, we can give the city something to rally around. Thank you. Justin, you had 45 minutes, roughly, yeah. as the deal came down, as Alex put it to you. How, what went on during that time for you, and how much of an influence was Brad Osmus knowing the Houston situation and being part of this franchise? Well, you know, uh, the 45 minutes was the, like, okay, we have a decision to make. Um, I had spoken with Al Avila, our general manager, before, and he said there's a possibility, but it wasn't looking very probable. And, um, and so I had kind of like, it's 11.30ish, it's 11.20 something. And I'm like, all right, I'm walking back from dinner thinking, all right, I can kind of put my mind at ease and just, you know, finish this season out. And, and then I get the phone call walking back from dinner, and it's like, oh, my gosh. So uh, Brad, um, honestly, we hadn't really talked about it much. Um, I had no time to really talk to anybody. 
um, except for the, the, the for the pertinent people right then and there. Um, I at one point I was kind of pacing back and forth in my living room. It was just Kate and I, and uh, I'm going trust your instincts, trust your instincts. What are your instincts telling you? I, I mean, it really, it was like I was just so caught in between with emotion and, and the excitement of a new ball club, and and ultimately it came down to winning. Um, you know, and, and joining an organization that uh, is set up to win for a long time, and um, I think, uh, you know, I, I think I heard you mention yesterday that I'm just a puzzle piece that fits in great with this ball club, and I think that's a perfect way to describe it. Justin, what do you uh, think about the power of this rotation overall, especially with the addition of you now? Yeah, I, uh, you know, it, it was fun to watch yesterday, um, Peacock throw. Um, you know, I've, I've uh, seen from a distance what Dallas can do. I'm really, honestly, really excited to be up close uh, with most of these guys and and see what their routine is like. And I'm not that guy that is this like grizzly, you know, old veteran that that doesn't want to learn. I, I learn from everybody. I'm 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 like a sponge. Anything that I can take in that can help my routine or help me or vice versa, um, I'm I'm gung ho for. So, uh, I mean, really, I'm I'm excited to to work with these guys and um, see these guys up close. Uh, I, I think this uh, this rotation has a chance to be something pretty special. Have to play the World Series and a city that is uh, deep in roots in baseball, and also a city that uh, looks up to their team because of the other very difficulties that he has gone through. Houston is going through one of these historic difficulties ever. Yeah. And uh, you also could tell us also as a person, as a ball player, was that represent to come at this particular moment in, in Houston history and also as your history as a player. And you, sir, in Spanish, if you can, after you finish, what credo que va a traer el pitcher a la institución y por qué es tan histórico traer al pitcher a esa institución. Well, yeah, I think you you touched on uh, when I went to the World Series in 2006 in Detroit. Um, it was uh, a very difficult time for the city, and and just to see how um, everybody. And the community really rallied around us, and 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 had something to really just kind of step away from from whatever was going on in their life at the time, and really something to cheer for and look forward to. Uh, that that meant a lot to that city. And looking back at it, I mean, it it, it I mean, it, it was one of the most emotional times that I had there, just seeing how everybody embraced us. And and you know, at at, at that time as a 22, 23 year old kid, you kind of take it for granted. Um, but as I get older, I realize how special that was to that city. So that's something that I had on the forefront of my mind making this decision and how this city could really use something like that right now. And, um, you know, I, I hopefully um, can help be a part of that uh, experience for the city. I haven't given him anything yet. I asked him what he wants. Um, uh, you guys will have to find out from him. <laughs> Es un momento muy importante para la ciudad de Houston. Esta tragedia impactó miles de personas personalmente. Y nosotros reconocemos en el deporte, um, es nuestra parte, es dar entrenamiento, entertain people, a dar una distracción y, y esperanza y, y optimismo para el futuro. Y para um, obtener un, un lanzador con este currículo, y ponerlo con nuestro equipo que tiene tan éxito este, esta temporada da a todos esperanza que vamos a ganar un campeonato. Yes. 
Man, uh, a whole, whole lot. I mean, it's, it's, it's really hard to put into words um, the emotions and the thoughts that were running through my mind in, in such a short period of time. Um, I mean, just everything from uprooting my family to, uh, I, I mean, anything that you can imagine. I mean, just if you were to put it in perspective, it's whatever you've become accustomed to living here or living there. Somebody says, hey, you got 35, 40 minutes, decide which, if you want to move somewhere else. You don't know anybody. You don't know anything about it. Go. You know, that's a tough decision to make. And that's, I mean, all those emotions and all those feelings that come with it are, are um, is what was running through my mind. Um, you know, ultimately, uh, I, I'm really happy with the choice I've made. And, and as time went on, as the emotional side of it kind of subsided, the excitement really started to kind of come in. The next morning I woke up and I'm like, all right, I'm going into a playoff atmosphere. Like this is, I mean, this is it. And this is what we play this game for. I mean, you play this game to win. I mean, it's, 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 it is what it is. Um, and, and so I'm excited to be part of a ball club that has a chance to win. It was great. Uh, the fans were unbelievable. Um, I mean, when they showed me on the big screen and the stadium, everybody clapped and every, it was. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about it. It was. Uh, it was really a special moment. Uh, my teammates were unbelievable. Um, we had a chance to talk for a little bit, um, just about what to expect moving forward. Uh, I mean, everything that you could hope as the new kid coming to school is uh, is the way it was. Uh, and and really, I kind of sat on the bench throughout the game and kind of was talking to everybody and. I mean, before you know, you look up and it's the ninth inning and we're winning. And I had been talking with all my new friends and it was just kind of a really weird experience that I haven't had in a long, long time. But uh, I, I kind of tried to take a minute to, to just kind of take it all in. And, um, you know, this is the start of a new journey for me. Hey, what's, it, hey, Jay, what's it like sitting next to this guy wearing your same hat as you? Uh, well, it's pretty good. It feels pretty good. Um, you know, we, we welcome, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he's 2-0 and already. Um, you know, when he got here, he, you know, he was in the line for us to shake hands afterwards the first game, and then game two was all, all in the dugout. And uh, he's a winner. And, and you know, we've, we've had a, a couple of seasons here in a row that we're very proud of uh, that are winning seasons. And he's going to, you know, he's going to uh, create more of that for us. Um, I think what he brings to the table, the credibility he brings, the, the presence that he brings, I mean, listen to him, look at him, talk to him. Um, you know, he, he's, he's a, as, as big a potential impact as we could have possibly imagined. You walk in that clubhouse, we got a lot of personalities. We just added another one. Um, and we don't need him to be anything more than himself, but himself's pretty good. And, and he's, you know, I'm looking forward to, to getting him on the field. Like, this is great. I'm glad you guys are all here. Like, I can't wait till Tuesday. Let's get him competing. Let's get him. The reason that we got him was to, uh, was to pitch every five days. And, and when, that day, when that day happens, our team's going to feel like we can win. And when you can look at someone and say, hey, we feel like we're going to win because of you, that's as much respect as you can give a guy in this game. Justin, what do you think it would be like to be, to, since you played for the same team for your whole life, what, what do you think it would be like to get on the mound on Tuesday in a new uniform? Have you thought about that? Uh, yeah, I have. Um, I don't know. It's going to be, uh, I don't know, it's the same game, 60 feet, 6 inches. Um, new catcher. I've dealt with a bunch of new catchers my whole career. Um, you know, it, it'll, it'll be... It'll be different in my routine and everything, getting ready and um, just kind of getting accustomed to, to everything around. But uh, once you step on the mound, it's business as usual. Throw your high fastball. Throw your high fastball. Justin, will you spend more time on the flight to Seattle talking to McCann and trying to 
get his expertise and the two of you working things out? Yeah, we will probably um, have some uh, discussions. I, I know we'll have some discussions before Tuesday. Um, I don't know when that will be, but I can guarantee there will be some discussions as far as game plan. Jeff, do you feel that Houston's become a destination? I know in uh, years past you guys kind of missed out on free agents, but they'll sign Josh Reddick, they'll trade for Brian McCann, now Verlander. Do you think it's, it's now a destination? Absolutely. This is a great place to play baseball. We've got an amazing city, great fan base, excellent stadium. Uh, it's air-conditioned. And, uh, <laughs> and we have a winning. Most importantly, I mean, I think when you talk to players, uh, what they want is a chance to win. And I think not only win right now, but uh, this is an organization that's set up to win for years to come. And that's, that's our primary selling point. It works pretty well. Skipper, um, first of all, both House and family, so mm -hmm. this the Everything good. Thank you. Uh, yesterday, it was the first break that the city was able to get with one of their professional sports team. From your personal note, how was that for you? How was that game different to all the games you've been managing in your life? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously the, the emotions of the day were, were huge. The, um, you know, the, the proper perspective, I think, was in place for all of us. And then we got to bring some smiles to a lot of people's faces. So, um, and, and some of that included Justin walking through the door and, and saying hello mid-game. You know, it was, um, it was just a... The last 72 hours has been, you know, interesting whirlwind in his life. It's been an incredible uh, whirlwind in a lot of lives around this city. Combining all of that into one day was was almost too much to take, you know. But, uh, you know, the dust settles. You end you end up coming out with two wins. We have this press conference. We can move on. We 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 still need to work on on rebuilding the city as a as a whole. Um, but it's hard to it's really hard to describe every single day what what these these emotions are like. But. Um, I think we're all very proud of, of where we're at as an organization. We're proud to be in this community and, and uh, you know, certainly looking forward to what's ahead. Jeff, Jim Crane, Jim Crane said yesterday that they said, they all said, we'd spend the money. You'd spend the money when it was necessary, when you thought it was right. He said, you did, and that, that, that backs up what they said. Could you elaborate on that point and what that means coming from ownership? We, our ownership has been supportive from day one, and that's been consistent. Uh, allowing us to do the things that we needed to do to acquire the young talent uh, back in 2012, 13, 14, uh, putting some pieces in together to get to the playoffs in 2015, continuing to invest, and now uh, really going going for it. I mean, we are in, in full go-for-it mode. We haven't uh, for, uh, sacrificed the future. We still have a team that's built to win for a long period of time, but um, this is the plan that Jim Crane had from the beginning, and we're following it, executing it, and then uh, we need a, a a good role, the dice to win a championship this year, but I think we put ourselves in a really good position. How difficult was that not sacrificing some of the future when trying to, to pull the trigger on this deal? It's the most uh, challenging decision that any general manager has to make. Uh, fortunately, we've built up enough in our farm system. We still have one of the top farm systems in baseball that we were able to take three pieces out that are elite pieces uh, in order to add Justin, and we still feel like we've got uh, a lot of depth in our farm system that's going to help us in the future. So that's why we did all the work over the past six years, so we could get to this position today. Justin, you said uh, business as usual once you're on the mound. Is, is that when all this kind of seems real and not like first day of school? That becomes like once you go out there and battle with these guys, is that when this becomes? Yeah, I, I think, you know, that's kind of when, you know, the, the bell rings and uh, it's go time. Um, you know, everything up until then is – um, you know, just kind of talking in the locker room and getting to know the guys a little bit. And then, um, you know, then you go to war with them. That's what it's about. Hey, Justin, what was it like saying goodbye to the Tigers people? I know that you were with a couple that night, but, like, it just kind of happened so quickly, and then 
you say goodbye to your teammates? It was so late at night. Like, what was that like for you? you um, well, I had to go get my stuff still. So I went to the ballpark the next day. Um, the team had a doubleheader uh, while I was packing up my stuff. So uh, Brad came in and said goodbye. And, uh, you know, I went, I went down kind of in the tunnel and uh, pulled aside some of my teammates that I've been with for a while and, um, you know, said my goodbyes. It was difficult. You know, guys like uh, Miggy and, and Ken's particularly guys that have been around for a while. And, um, you know, we've shared a lot of great memories together. And uh, it's, uh, it's difficult breaking up a team like that. So, um, you know, it's like a breakup. It's not easy. Joseph, Jeff, I mean, uh, I think you guys have described this before. What was part of, like, the sales pitch on, on the receiving end and the, the giving end? The as far as the uh, – well, I mean, for us it was about uh, – an environment to win, and I think Justin did his homework. Um, but but we were we were negotiating this deal all the way to the end, so there wasn't a whole lot of time to uh, to do anything besides get the deal done. And I'm sure um, Justin has his own thoughts about what led to his decision. But um, but we were we were thrilled. Uh, like you mentioned, we were we were uh, negotiating this thing to the very end. So I'm kind of you know the only moment that you have to really think clear headed is when you're not on the phone. Um, and so there wasn't many opportunities to not be on the phone. Uh, uh, in that in that period of time, so uh, that I mean that's uh, everything is everything together is what made it so difficult of a decision, you know. Um, but ultimately, um, like you said, it's it comes down to uh, an atmosphere to win and win for win for long term. Jeff, I think during the conference call, you, you mentioned that this has been going on for for a little while. The talks was there any time where you thought the talks were dead? <laughs> Right around uh, when Justin was finishing up his dinner. <laughs> now, this was, it, it was a long process, but that's how these things are. Uh, we, we started talking to the Tigers last offseason and continued through this season, through July, uh, in, intensified in August. And there were times when uh, AJ and I were in constant touch. I would call him and say, we're, you know, it's not going to happen. And there were times when I'd call him and say, I think, I, I think it's going to happen. And everything in between, um, and all the way up through the last couple hours. Um, that's how these things are. There's probably a good movie in there somewhere, but uh, we'll, we'll save that for down the road after we win. Yeah, how tough was it? You got this deal done. You were trying to get this deal done. But in between, you and the organization took a lot of criticism for not getting something yeah. done. Here you are. Yeah. You got it done. It was, it was tough. I mean, when we didn't make any major moves at the end of July, um, people said the sky was falling, and, and we had ruined our opportunity to win a championship and so forth. But you can't, um, you can't let that sort of criticism and that sort of feedback affect uh, what you're trying to do. I mean, we've constantly kept the best interests of the Astros in mind in every decision that we make, and we're going to continue to do it, whether or not the fans approve or Twitter approves or the media approves. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.